<coughs> Today we are discussing from Bhagavatam, uh, 4th Canto, 28th chapter, 18th verse. So, we will say the Sanskrit and then. Lokantaram Gatavati Mai Anatya Padamini Bhakriste Kathamta Yesha Balkan Amshvitya Lokantaram Gatavati Mai Anatya Padamini Vartiste Katham Tva Esha Balkanam Shotati Lokantram Gatvati Mai Anath Kutumbini Vartiste Katham Tva Esha Balkanam Shotati Lokantaram into a different life. Gatvati Mai. When I am gone. Anath. Bereft of husband. Kutumbini. Surrounded by all family members. Vatshate. Will exist. Will exist. Katham, how, to, then, Esha, this woman, Balkan, children, Anushukati, lamenting about. Translation. King Purandjan was obsessively thinking, Alas, my wife is encumbered by so many children. When I pass from this body, how will she be able to maintain all these family members? Alas, she will be greatly harassed by thoughts of family maintenance. Please repeat. King Puranjana was anxiously thinking. Alas, my wife is encumbered by so many children. When I pass from this body, how will she be able to maintain all these family members? Alas, she will be greatly harassed by thoughts of family maintenance. It's a small purport. All the thoughts of one's wife indicate that the king was overly engrossed with the thoughts of women. So as this chapter says, Puranjan becomes a woman in the next life. So whatever we think at the end of the life, we get that body. 8.6. You know, the words, the 8.6. Who knows the words? Yamyam Vapi Isman Bhavam Tajante Kalevran. So, whatever we think at the end of the life, that's what we get the body. So, Srila Prabhupada says, because he is the thought of his wife, so next, as we see subsequently in the next verses, uh, how King Purinjan becomes a woman. Generally, a chaste woman becomes a very obedient wife. This causes the husband to become attached to his wife and consequently he thinks of his wife very much at the time of death. The we know that time of death is the time of testing. When Krishna takes us away from this world and we believe everything, bank balance, family, house, car, everything will be left in. So that's the most dangerous situation. So at this moment, this King Purinjan, which is an allegory, actually Narad Muni is to King Prasthina Bhanishya. And directly he didn't want to say, but he is mentioning all his characteristics of King Prasthina Bhanishya. 
but he has put the name Puranjan. We all are Puranjan because we are engrossed in these three modes of material nature. So the soul is completely covered by ignorance and mode of passion and hardly any goodness or such shit. <clears throat> so this causes husband to become attached to his wife and constantly thinks of his wife very much at the time then. This is a very dangerous situation for brother repeating. In first verse also of this chapter, proposes the same thing. This is time of death is the most dangerous time point. As is evident from the life of King Puranjan, if one thinks of his wife instead of Krishna at the time of death, he will certainly not return home back to Godhead, but will be forced to accept the body, in this case of a woman, and thus begin another chapter of material existence. So this is the dangerous situation. As Dhruv was telling last night in the class also, Bhakti class we were having last night, Prabhupada's room, that how dangerous is the situation when we are faced with death. And that is the moment when we are tested. So, as I said, Purimjan means we all living entities, including me. Don't think that I'm better than you. I may be worse than you. So, all of us, we are trapped in the material, three modes of material nature. And it's very difficult to get out, as Krishna says in 4.1. <coughs> that, uh, who knows, remember the fourth words? Jam karm chame devyam evam yoveti chattata ekta deham panardam naiti mameti sojana. That this material nature of mind is very difficult to cross. Mamaya dhratya. Krishna says, Mamma, it's my material nature. So now Krishna is so strong, that's why the material nature is very, very strong. It engulfs us so badly that we can't think of Krishna. When we are young, we just think of enjoying sex as best as possible, to the best of our ability. But if we have got a little spiritual knowledge, as our brahmacharis have got, then they are thinking of Krishna and serving Krishna all the time. Thinking of Krishna and serving. How to serve them best? Am I right, Tobi? <laughs> How to please Krishna? That is the Krishna consciousness. So, if we are thinking of material activity, material nature, then we are in complete maya. And when we are thinking of Krishna, then only we can start Krishna consciousness. So, at the time of death, we are attacked by, mainly before death, we are attacked by weakness because of old age, as well as many kinds of diseases. And the diseases are like soldiers. And who is, um, who is the, uh, the commander-in-chief of these soldiers? It is called Yavna, King Yavna is the soldier. So these soldiers are not ordinary, but they are guided by King Yavna. And they are very faithful servants. Under the commander in chief, he can get anything done by them without any hitch. <laughs> when we are young, we don't care about the old age, we don't think about the old age, because we are thinking only of enjoyment, sense gratification. And especially, on the opposite side, to the best of his satisfaction. The more one enjoys sex during youth, more he suffers in old age. I remember the story, I thought I'll tell you, it's not a very big audience today, because it's not a weekend. Because weekend, Malban Mahaprabhu Mandir pours such a wonderful prasadam. And Narahari is always serving <laughs> beautiful prasadam to all of us. Now, what is happening that we are completely covered under ignorance most of the time. So Krishna consciousness is our eternal natural consciousness. 
but because of the covering of the three modes of material nature, we are bound to act in certain way, sometimes very abundant way. I had a friend in, um, when I was living near Sydney, about 24 years back. So he was an orthopedic surgeon. He was a very competent surgeon. He was doing knee replacement, hip replacement, all sorts of surgery, elbow and shoulder, everything, all ligaments, injury and everything, including foot surgery. Nowadays we have got foot surgeon, specialist, specialist. But those days general orthopedic surgeons were doing all sorts of surgery, including the neck, hip. So his personal life was, I can't tell the name, very stout young man and it so happened he didn't get a partner so naturally um, he had friends which is quite natural and then he but when he got married it was early 40s and he was desperate to have children but he couldn't get so the summary of the story is that if we enjoy too much sex then even after marriage, it's very difficult to produce children. You haven't got energy. <laughs> so marriage is just like it. You know, you are full emotion. Anyway, we won't go into that. Now in soul and material energy. So <clears throat> the material energy we are acquiring through the three modes of material nature. And therefore, sense gratification, sense gratification, and we fall in the chain of action and reaction. So to purify the soul from such activities, it is necessary to be in Krishna consciousness. Now Srila Prabhupada writes, mode of goodness purifies the intelligence. See, because of the contamination of mode of material nature, we are following the chain of action and reaction. And because of those activities, we cannot think of it about Krishna. Unless somebody gives you a Bhagavad Gita in your hand and then if you read it and Srila Prabhupada Bhagavad Gita as it is then you have got good chance I'll tell you a story in November no sorry 4th December 1973 I got Bhagavad Gita one of the devotees he was distributing from Sydney I went to pick up my mail and he said are you interested in this I said definitely so I did some donation and he was very happy to see the donation. And when I read that book, my God, it changed my life. So Srila Prabhupada Bhagavad Gita transforms your heart. Why? Because a pure devotee can give you Krishna. And through that book, you can realize Krishna. If you read sincerely and see this. From that time on, that changed our life. So much so that 74, I tried to see Srila Prabhupada, went to the Sydney temple and uh, when we reached in the morning, me and my wife and two children, then devotee said, oh, Srila Prabhupada left only last night, sorry. <laughs> but he introduced us to this movement and that's the beauty. And the temple person used to come to our house and bring prasadam and distribute books and prasadam to our neighbors and friends. So this is the beauty of a pure devotee. How we can change the life of ordinary citizens. That's why book division is so important. So important. Prabhupada said, just distribute my books. <laughs> so that's what is practice chanting 16 rounds and follow four everyday principles. We can be fixed in Krishna consciousness and then we are not afraid of death. Like Puranjan is afraid of death because he is thinking of his wife, which is quite natural. So, <clears throat> how the Cupid uh, destroys our, how the three modes affect our consciousness. I'd like to discuss it with you. Prabhu, <coughs> you want a cup of water or something? <laughs> I know you got up 3.30, it's a bit hard. Maybe my voice is not very clear today. I'm sorry about it. According to Oxford Dictionary, Cupid means the god of love. 
that is Roman from Roman mythology. The sight of Krishna aroused hatred in the hearts of the city of women of Mathura. Thus agitated, they forgot themselves. All the women, when they saw Krishna walking on the street, because Kansa had invited Krishna to take part in the bow ceremony, you know, they had organized a big function. That was a plan to kill Krishna. Kansa invited. That's how Krishna came through a crew. You know the story how a crew was uh, approached by Kansa and a crew took a very new chariot to bring Lord Krishna from Vrindavan. And when he brought back, I won't go into those details. So when he dropped Krishna, Krishna went to the shopping area in Mathura city. All the people were so much attracted. Now, when Chaturv, Srinath Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur stated that since the women of Mathura immediately experienced symptoms of conjugal attraction, when they saw Krishna, they were most advanced devotees in the city. By seeing Krishna, if you lose all your consciousness, then it's quite natural. That's why Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says they are the most fortunate most advanced devotees in the whole world. Now, there are ten effects of Cupid, Srila Vishnu Chakravarti He has written many nice books, Vishnu Chakravarti one of the topmost Vaishnava uh, of our society. First comes attraction as well through the eyes. When you see Krishna through the eyes, as we see the deities, we should have the same attraction, but we are covered, so we don't have that attraction to see the deities. So first one, attraction expressed through the eye. Then number two is intense attachment in the mind. When we see such a beautiful feature, there is intense attachment in the mind. Then comes determination. Fourth is you lose sleep. <laughs> Fifth, disinterest in external things. Except the dancing done by the lady in the Yatra. Beautiful dancing. <laughs> What about the Hare Krishna Mahatma? <laughs> Superb. So, you have loss of sleep, you become emaciated, as I said, disinterest in external things, shamelessness, madness, number nine, being stunned, and then last one, death, ten stages of cupid effects. Of course, Vijayantar Jhavu explains. The devotee who possess pure love of Godhead generally do not exhibit symptoms of death. Since this is inauspicious in relation to Krishna, they do, however, manifest other nine symptoms culminating in becoming stunned in ecstasy. We'll go a little bit about the discussion about how Cupid affects. So, in Srimad Bhagavatam, 10th canto, 45th chapter, first verse, history of Cupid. Subhadeva Goswami said, Kamdev, the other name of Cupid, Kamdev, is an expansion of Vasudev, that is Lord Krishna, you know Vasudev, Vindavan form. So Vasudev had previously burned to ashes by Yudhya. Kamdev was burned by the anger of Lord Yudhya. Now to obtain a new body, Kamdev merged back into the body of Lord Vasudev. He came back. In this Krishna Sandar, Anachalya Tisharan, Sri Jiva Swami, one of the Shri Goswamis, Jiva Goswami is the most learned. He has written more than 200 lakhs Sanskrit verses, and the whole University of Varanasi has made a library in his name. So, those who know that, Jiva Goswami, Topmost of the soup, of course, <coughs> Rupa Goswami is topmost, then Sanatana Goswami, and Rupa Goswami, youngest, he was the nephew of Rupa Goswami Sanatana Goswami. Anupam, Anupam Goswami's mother, who died earlier. Now, so Jiva Goswami cites in his Gopal uh, Tyapani Upanishad 2.14. To prove that Adran, who is the son of Krishna and Rukmani, 
it is same for them now. Who is a member of Lord Krishna, he cannot force for plenary expansions. The Chaturvi, as you know, Chaturvi. There in Dwarka, the Almighty Lord Krishna endowed with his full potential, resided in the company of his three plenary expansions. You know, Balram, Anuruddha, and Pradhamna. And Shankarshu. So, same Pradhamna is the cube. Anyway, we won't go in details because this we did in our Bhakti Shastri course. Um, as Lord Translation Bhagavad Gita 10.28 Prajansmi Chasmi Kandarpa of progenitors, I am Kandarpa, the Cupid. In Parvashila Prabhupada explains, Kandarpa is the sex desire of presenting a good son. Therefore, Kandarpa is the representative of Krishna. Sometimes sex is engaged only for sense gratification. Such sex does not represent Krishna. Only when you are marified, married, bona fide, you are a grasta, then you can have children. This is the Vedic system. And then when you produce children, that's called um, again, Kandarpa uh, is sex desire for presenting good sons. That's what Prabhupada writes in the purpose. No wonder Krishna has all these six appliances, unlimited quantity, and he is all attractive. So I won't go into details. Next thing I thought I'll mention about why we are doing chanting and what we should do when we are chanting the holy name. So the, of the 16 syllables, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare means, Oh Hari, please steal my mind and deliver me from the bondage of material life. Everyone you can repeat, Oh Hari, Please steal my mind and deliver me from the bondage of material life. Now next word is Krishna. Oh Krishna, please draw my mind to you. That's what we were trying to do in Ratyatra. We are trying to pull Jagannath Ratyatra so that we pull the Lord Jagannath towards our heart. That is the main thing. So in, chant, in chanting also we should think, Krishna, please draw my mind to you. Then next is Hare. Oh Hari, oh Hari, please steal my heart with your sweetness. Next is Krishna again. Oh Krishna, please purify my mind, please purify my mind by giving me knowledge how to worship you through your devotees. This is the most important thing. Through your devotees. Without Vishnava's help, you can't do anything. If somebody thinks, on my own, I can do something. That's why I take initiation. Gurupad Ashraya. By taking initiation, Gurupad. Guru takes care of all the, our bad karmas and gives us the lotus feet of Krishna. Love of <coughs> Now, next is again Krishna. Oh Krishna, please let me develop a taste for your service. Next Krishna is, Oh Krishna, please make me steady in hearing about your names, form, qualities and pastimes. Next is Radharani again, Hare. Oh Radharani, please make me qualified, make me, make me qualified to serve you. Next Hare. Oh Radhe, please guide me in my service to you. So we are saying, please make me qualified to serve you, please guide me in my service to you. 
please make me qualified to hear your pastime with your beloved Krishna. And so we said, <coughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Now Rama, oh Krishna, Rama is there to Krishna. Oh Krishna, please make me qualified to hear your pastimes with your beloved Radha. Next Hare. Oh Radhe, please let me serve your pastimes with your beloved Krishna. Now comes Rama three times. Oh Krishna, please engage me in remembering your names, forms, qualities and pastimes. Please engage me in remembering your four things. Names, forms, qualities and pastimes. Next is Dhamma. Oh Krishna, please engage me in remembering your name, form, qualities and pastimes. Next Dhamma means, Oh Krishna, please make me qualified for serving in your pastimes. Like Mataji was doing. <laughs> she was serving Lord Jagannath through the pastimes of dancing and singing and beautiful verses. Oh Hari, please make me your servant and enjoy with me as you like. And last Hari, oh Hari, I am your eternal servant. Please make me fit to give you pleasure. If you want, I can get a copy and uh, distribute to all, all the members of the, our congregation. Because Melbourne congregation is one of the topmost in the world. I have been to Germany, temples and other places. But Prashadam and service of the duties is topmost, one of the topmost in the, all the temples. <coughs> I will talk about Gita, how I got Gita in, on 4 December 73. So let us discuss Gita Mahatma. We have got plenty of time. Prashadam also only comes at 9 o'clock. John knows. John gives me Prashadam all the time. <laughs> so we can discuss a little bit. Gita Mahatma. Number one. Gita Shastram. <coughs> Gita Shastram. Idam Punyam. Ya Patet Petam Punam. Ya Pathet Pieta Puman. Ya Pathet Pieta Puman. I know, you need the copy. <laughs> My apology. I'll get both the things. Maybe them out. <coughs> the, I'll read the uh, translation of Gita Mahatma. So, number one is the contrary. Bhagavad Gita is a transcendental literature which one should read very carefully. If one properly follows the instructions of Bhagavad Gita, one can be free from all miseries and anxieties of life. One will be free from all fears in this life, and in one's next life, one will attain the spiritual world. This is Gita Mahatma. Number two, if one reads Bhagavad Gita very sincerely and with all seriousness, then by the grace of the Lord and pure devotees, all reactions of his past misdeeds will not act upon him. Because we have done so many misdeeds in millions of our lifetimes. This is not the one, but from this lifetime, Prabhupada says, you can go to spiritual world straight. Every man will come and take you. So that's what we are waiting for. So we have to do sincere service. So that's what uh, Gita Mahārāja said. If one reads Bhagavad Gita sincerely, in all seriousness, then by grace of Lord and the pure devotees, the reaction of his past misdeeds will not act upon him. That's Gita Mahatma 2. Gita Mahatma 3. One may cleanse himself daily by taking a bath in water, as we already take showers. But if one takes a bath even once in sacred Ganges water of Bhagavad Gita, for him the dirt of material life is altogether vanquished. So if you take bath in uh, Harki Padi, 
हर की पेड़ी यू नो पेड़ हर की पेड़ी
हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो वी हैव गॉट सम टाइम सो वी कैन टॉक समथिंग अबाउट हाउ कृष्ण डिसेंड्स टू डिस्ट्रॉय द डीमंस सो वी हैव गॉट अनदर थर्टी मिनट्स आई रोड दिस अबाउट Two years back, so in the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, in sorry, uh, Bhagavatam, how Shukdev Goswami describes how Lord Krishna defeated the Rasam, 15th chapter, 17 times. The Rasam was beaten 17 times by Krishna, but Lord Krishna did not kill him. That is the beautiful thing. I'll come to this. So, and then Lord Krishna constructed the city of Dwarka in the sea to make Vrijvasi safe. Lord Krishna brought the whole resident of Brajdham to Dwarka in, when they were sleeping in their slumber sleep. This is the character of Lord Krishna. You know, he he can do anything. and he brought all safe with their belongings from bridge to dwarka which is more than uh, 2000 kilometers after kamsa was killed his two queens what are the two queens who can tell me asti and prapti they were daughters of kamsa so that's why kamsa was very closely related to lord krishna So, when Kansa died, both the daughters called their father, Kansa, and what he did? Um, sorry, uh, to what did he say? Jarasam, Jarasam. Now, Jarasam got very angry and wanted to rid the earth of all the Yadavas, because Krishna was one of the top of Yadava. That's why he is called Yadushesha. He gathered so Jarasam gathered an immense army to lay siege to Mathura. When Krishna saw Jarasam attacking, Lord Krishna thought that he was helping him because he was bringing all the wicked people as soldiers to Mathura, and Krishna eventually killed all of them in one go. So Lord Krishna said that. He is doing my work because Krishna says that in Gita, "Yadai yadai yadai dharmasya glani bhavati bharta abhyutthana madharmasya aladhanam shramaham." So Krishna thought that if Jayasand is bringing so many soldiers to Mathura, I can easily kill them in Mathura, and I don't have to do any other pastimes. So, so Krishna said he is helping my mission. For reducing the burden of earth, Lord Krishna came before his opponent's army and sounded his conch shell. As Madhavi was sounding the conch shell, Dikanathar Yatra. I I like very much your conch shell. Very. Now that conch shell struck great fear in Jarasandh's army. Then Krishna twanged his bow. And started to rain down torrents of arrows upon Jarasandh soldiers. Soon Jarasandh army was annihilated, and Lord Krishna did not want to kill Jarasandh because he reasoned that he will come again and again because Krishna knows the past, present, future. So he knew that if I kill all these soldiers, Jarasandh will bring another army next time when he comes. So as I said, seventeen times he brought the army. And Krishna killed all of them one by one. It was a huge army, and that facilitated Krishna, Lord Krishna's goal. Now, verses Sri Bhagavatam ten fifty two ten ten gives us an insight as to how Lord Krishna thinks about his future plans. As Govinda was thinking this way, two chariots, as the first is that the sun. By his desire, suddenly descended from the sky. 
they were complete with drivers and and the, they were the carrier was driver and son and by and with equipment so all the equipment came in, in those chariots according to Krishna Chakoti Thakur Krishna said my respected elder brother so he told Lord Balram my, my respected elder brother you are the lord of Yadus and you have come here as an avatar to kill these soldiers now just see what has beset your dependents Yadus so we'll go a bit of discussion. According to text 7 and 8 of Srimad Bhagavatam, <coughs> Shuddhivan says, Krishna should not be killed. So, sorry, Lord decided, Jarasana should not be killed, since in the future he will certainly assemble another sets of armies. As Pradhamam said, Prahlad was Hiran <coughs> Kapil's son. He was persecuted by his own father. You know the story of how he was persecuted by his own father, Hrinakashuku. Devki was the sister of Kansa and she has been persecuted only because Krishna was born to be from Vasudev and Devi. In Madhila, uh, chapter 20, 260, the author summarizes the principle incarnation. Incarnation means resident of the spiritual world, that is the kingdom of God. When they descend to the material creation, they assume the name of Avatar. That's why we call them Avatar. Now, we can discuss a little bit about how Krishna killed three of the important demons. One was Vatasura. He assumed the shape of a calf, Vatasura. Once while Krishna and Balram were playing on the bank of Yamuna, a demon named Vatasura came there to kill the brothers, the two brothers, and mingled with the other calves. Lord Krishna alerted Lord Balram about this. So both brothers then silently approached this demon calf. Krishna caught hold of two hind legs and tail of this calf, whipped him around forcibly, and threw him up to a tree. The demon lost his life and fell down from the top of the tree to the ground and lay dead. The playmates of Krishna exclaimed, well done, well done, and the demigods in the sky showered a lot of flowers. Now, so that was Vatasura. Next demon, big demon was Bakasura. That was like Haram. Another day, many coward boys went to the bank of Yamuna to water their calves. That was the past time, past tense of Lord Krishna and Vrindavan. When they were sitting on the bank, they saw a huge animal like a heron, like a big hill. The name of the beast was Bakasura. He is also a friend of Kansa. This is the conspiracy, how Krishna wanted to, how Krishna wanted, Kansa wanted to kill Krishna. So he, the Bakasura, what he did? He attacked Krishna with his pointed sharp teeth and quickly swallowed him up with the shabdi. All the boys headed by Balram became almost breathless when they saw Krishna being swallowed by Bakasura. They felt as if they, they are dead. While Bakasura was swallowing up Krishna, he felt a burning in his fearing sensation in his throat due to cooling efforts of Krishna. The demon quickly threw Krishna up tried to kill him by pinching through his beak. Krishna caught hold of his two halves of the beak and bifurcated his mouth. You must have read in the story Bhakasana was killed. All the boys including Lord Balram were so pleased as if they had regained their lives. Are you hearing all the things? Now third demon was Bhutana, you know Bhutana. She was a fierce Rakshi, Rakshasi, who was ordered by Kansa to kill babies and do her nefarious activities in Gokul and around. By her mystic power, 
she could even go to outer space and transform her body into a beautiful woman. A Rakshasi could go into the sky and turn herself into a very beautiful woman. That's what she did. Pretended to be Krishna. That's how she did. She smiled very attractively upon everyone while going into Nang Maharaj palace. When gopis saw her, they thought Goddess of Fortune had personally come to greet my son Lord Krishna. But Lord Krishna, as a Dhiman Devi, he could understand why Putna has come to our palace. So what Krishna did, he closed his eyes, Putna put Krishna in her lap and put the nipple in Krishna's mouth, which was smeared with strong poison. Taking hold of her breast, Krishna squeezed her, the breast very tightly and sucked out both the poison as well as life. So Krishna sucked all the poison out of the breast of Putna and also sucked her life, life air. So that's how Lord Krishna killed in just one minute, one second. Now, next is killing of Aghara, Adhasura. He became a huge serpent. Once Lord Krishna was playing with his childhood friend, who was aged less than five. Agasura demon was sent by Kansa, and he was younger brother of Putna, the same day goddess who killed Putna, I'm sorry Krishna. So, um, brother of Putna is Agasura. So he came as a serpent. So he was, he assumed the, thank you very much. He assumed the shape of a very fat serpent with jaws, big jaws, like a mountain cave. His tongue appeared to be a broad traffic, traffic bay, and was breathing like a hurricane. At first the boy thought it was a statue, but they figured him an animal because of his tongue vibrating and breath, very loud breath, the boys thought that he was like a toy. So they were, the boys, coward boys, discussed among their friends that we all will enter his mouth all together at one time. They, talking in this way, they marched forward and entered the mouth of the gigantic serpent. Now Krishna, who is the super soul in everyone's heart, was planning to stop the destruction of his intimate friends. At first Krishna did not enter the demon's mouth and began to consider how he could kill the demon and save the boys and calves. Finally, after some deliberation, Krishna entered the mouth of the demon and began to expand himself. Finally, Agasura was chosen by expansion of the body of Krishna and immediately died. So that was the fourth uh, demon. So we talked about uh, who can say Vatasura, Bakasura, Putna and this. Now fourth demon is S demon, Dhanakasura. One time Krishna and Balram were playing there in Talwan 1, in Vrindavan. Those, how many people have visited Vrindavan? Just raise your hand. Very good. So you might have seen Talwan. Talwan. So one time Krishna was playing near Talwan. Both of them were petitioned by their most intimate friends like Sri Dham. Subala and Sloka Krishna to go to that <coughs> forest full of palm trees and they were laden with aromatic fruits. So when the friend, the boyfriends, the boyfriends of Lord Krishna wanted to taste those aromatic fruits to please their friends, Krishna and Balram proceeded to the Dalvan forest. 
where Lord Balram began to yank the trees with arms exhibited the strength of an elephant. Lord Balram, as you see on the deities, Balram, Balram is white and Krishna's face is black and in between was the Subhadra system. So Lord Balram began to yank the trees with his arms exhibiting the strength of an elephant. Because of jerking, ripe fruits fell down on the ground. Big fruits, they fell down on the ground. Upon hearing the sound of falling fruits, Dhanakasura came with great force and kicked Lord Balram's chest. See the demon's <laughs> strength. He chest, he hit the chest of Lord Balram. Upon hearing the sound of falling fruit, then Kasura came with great force and kicked Lord Balram's chest with his hind legs. First time, Lord kept quiet. But when the demon kicked second time, Lord caught hold of his demon's legs with his, with his one hand and wheeling him around, threw him in the treetops and the demon lost his life. So that's how Dhanukura, Dhanukura, as demon. Now, next is killing of Kesi demon. That's why Lord is called Keshwa by, because of killing Keshi demon. So Lord has different, different names on the basis what demons he killed. This terrible horse demon was a great friend of Kansa. As I said, it was a conspiracy. Somehow Kansa wanted to kill Krishna. So he put the, his father and mother in prison and he had all the friends, demons, to kill Krishna. So this terrible the horse demon was a great friend of Kansa. He entered the area of Vrindavan with the speed of mind. The demon was a great, <laughs> his mane was flying and his mane, you know, the horse's mane, his flying The demon was so heavy that he, Yeah, demons was... The exhibition of ordinary strength of action. Anyway, in Krishna book, Srila Prabhupada gave an elaborate explanation how then Kvastara was killed. So, I would refer you if you are really interested, how Dhanakasura was killed by Krishna and Balram. So, saying the time, there were other demons like Narkasura and Narkasura's story is also very interesting. One day, Indra came to Dwarka to complain about this demon called Bhamasura. The other name is Bhamasura, Narkasura Bhamasura, same person. Now, why Indra came? Because in the demon Bhamasura had stolen Aditi's ring and Varuna's umbrella and had also conquered a playground of demigods called Mount Meru. So what Krishna did, Lord Krishna was in Dwarka, he took his, one of his wives, Satyabhama. As you know, Krishna has 16,108 wives. So one of the wives, Rukmani is one of the chief, and then is Satyabhama. So Lord Krishna took his wife, Satyabhama, with him, riding upon the back of Garuda. Garuda is the carrier of Lord Krishna, as we all know. Now, so Lord Krishna went, to the capital city of Demon. This city was fortified with moats, big boats, moats, rocks, barbed electrified wires, and gases, etc. So nobody could reach to the uh, to the kingdom of Bhamasura. And he had a demon friend, Mura. And that's why Lord Krishna is called Murari. So, 
what Lord Krishna did, he smashed the fortification, blew his corn shell, the corn shell, his mother just blowing, <laughs> and shattered the heart of the, the warriors. The five-headed demon Mura was awakened, brandishing his trident. Mura roared very loudly. Krishna responded by breaking into three pieces with two arrows. Next, the Lord pierced Mura's mouth with his arrows. When Mura was bereft of his weapons, Mura rushed at Krishna. She was the five heads of Mura. So Krishna, what he did? He she was the five heads of Mura with his chakra, Sudarshan chakra, causing his causing lifeless. He fell in the water. So next, Lord pierced Mura's heads and. That's how the demon was killed. So you can see in conclusion, Lord Krishna is Anand and his pastimes Anand. As we know in Hindi, Krishna Nival Ananta and his Guna Ananta. So Krishna is external five times. And as you can see, he is the supreme personality of Krishna. So I'll stop here. If somebody has any questions or comments, please ask. Yep, please. Mahamudas. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. The 18th attack by Jarasandha. How was Jarasandha ultimately killed by Krishna? Is it through Mujakunda? Yeah, that's right. Very good. So it was, we have already answered. It was Mujakunda who was lying in the cave. So, when Krishna came into the cave, then um, Mutukunda was sleeping and uh, then he he opened the eyes, then this Mutukunda was killed by that uh, person lying in the cave, sleeping. Does anybody remember the name of the person who was? Sleeping in the cave? Uh, Mujukunda was sleeping in Hare. Mujukunda. When he he was kicked by Jarasandha because Jarasandha thought that Krishna was sleeping in the cave. And when he opened his eyes, there's a fire. That's right. That's right. Good. Thank you very much. Yeah, please. Krishna has got a good cushion. You have to speak a bit loud. You can come closer. Yeah, the person was killed by Dima because Krishna was sleeping. Very good. Jarasan was killed by Dima. Krishna did not kill Jarasan. Yes. Very, very good. So Mujukunda was the source of his death? No. Thank you. Because Krishna and uh, actually Swami Jarasan was killed by Bhima, the brother of Pandava. As for the direction of Lord Krishna, he got the direction. He, yeah, Krishna gave the direction because there was a fierce fight between Bhima and Jarasan, very big fight. And so much so at one time Krishna thought it's it's a formidable thing, it will be difficult to kill Jarasan. So Krishna pointed out the branch. You yeah. You, yeah. That's why it's called Jarasan. Because this demon had the two legs were joined together by a, by a demon. Yeah. The demon's name was Jara. Jara. Jara was a demon. And he the demon had that's right. First time, Lord Krishna was silent. Yeah. So, being was not uh, become hopeless. Yeah. How easy they be done? Absolutely. The, the second day, very good. Pray, pray to the Lord Krishna, I will not find again. Yeah. <laughs> not worry, I will give some direction. Yeah, because you are like, Krishna wanted to give, yes. Krishna wanted to give credit to. Bhima. 
therefore he did not kill directly क्वेश्चन That's why one can never be bored. The spiritual world, we can never be bored. Every day we pass time, and Radharani makes such wonderful dishes that everybody enjoys the cooking of Radharani. And she never made the same thing again. Every time is new creation. Somehow we can eat the spiritual world by your <laughs> by your mercy. <laughs> We are doing so much service in that yatra also. I saw you. <laughs> yeah. This young boy, he has got so many questions. You can see. <laughs> If he can listen so many things, what about Krishna? <laughs> Yeah, this is the past time. When he comes to material, when he comes to material world, he wants to attract our attention. Otherwise, nobody will just seeing you. Past times, so that's how we can get interested. Or by Prabhupada books. Prabhupada books are so attractive. If we read those books, we'll be so attracted. We'll be always thinking Krishna. As Krishna says. अनन्यास्यो मेंबाउटिंग 
about Krishna. Ye Yajana Prabhupada, those who worship me and think about me. Ananyam Yajana Prasad, Teshamit Vipdanam. For them, I give a promise that whatever you possess, I'll make sure you can keep it. And whatever you lack, I'll give you. This is the promise. Who else can give a promise other than Krishna? A life insurance for all our lives. <laughs> Free of cost. Only Lord Krishna told to the human being, I am Brahma, Dutti and Asti. That's right. I am only in a sukha. There is nothing. Nothing. I am sure. Only Lord Krishna told you the human being. Only. That's why. Among 24 avatars. Correct. 24 avatars of the Vishnu. Uh, so all Lord Krishna told. Yeah. I have Brahma. Dudhi Arasthi. That's why Krishna said, I am Sarva Prabhu. Nata Sarva Prabhu. Iti Matlava Hadanti Maam Yoga. So all the Pramukh. What he wants is Sardhan Paritadhyaya Mamekam Shanambhaja and Tvam Sarpabhyu Mokshishyami Mahashicha. You surrender to me, I'll take care of everything. No matter how many cows you have eaten in previous lives, but if you take shelter of me, all one of my pure representatives like Prabhupada and all the, all the spiritual masters in scorn, if you take shelter of any one of them, we can reach the world for sure. All these verses I happen to be, I'll tell you, when I was only five years old, my mother used to tell me that if you become a devotee, then only you can go out of this material world. Otherwise, there is no way. There is no way. Punrapi Janani Jatre Shainam Murare so there is no way unless we become a devotee of Krishna. And that knowledge is not there. Maybe one or two percent people know that there is God, Krishna. Otherwise they say there is no God. Why? Because then we can do anything we want. If there is no God, then we are free to do anything. <laughs> but they don't know that how we are governed, the three laws of material laws, the law of incarnation, that governs us. Because when we come to this material world, we want to fulfill all of our desires. But Krishna knows what you deserve, only what we deserve, only those desires are fulfilled. He, he can fulfill all the desires, but he won't. Because we have to come into the material world. So when we deserve, then only all the desires can be fulfilled. And he can fulfill. He can feel. I can tell you that. I can feel his presence all the time while I'm sitting here. He is guiding me. Whatever is coming out of the mouth is all his guidance. In spite of my bad throat. <laughs> in every moment. Sorry. <laughs> in every moment. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Anything else? Yeah. Prabhuji, you wanted to ask? Hare Krishna. Melbourne Mahaprabhu Mandir, Hare Krishna.